Prediction No Production Podcast. I'm Jared Floyd. And I'm Walker Snowden. And uh, today, episode eight, the snowman episode. The snowman episode. I'm very familiar with eight because it uh, is on my golf scorecard quite frequently. See, whenever I think of eight, I also think of aces and eights. So like the dead man's hand in poker. There you go. Aces and eights. Um, Today, talking a little bit, there was a tweet that was posted. (laughs) I don't even want to give this person enough notoriety to say who posted it agreed to be honest with you i've n- i've never heard of her she's, me neither she's verified on twitter right and and, and, and take he, that with a grain of salt i guess correct because i'm verified on twitter <laughs> me too so, <laughs> so uh, but uh on top of that you know she she posted a tweet the other day it struck the irk of the weather community for real and and we were i, I think we both responded to it uh, we did and we both responded Lexi to did it. as well Oh, okay. I didn't see Lexi's response. Mm-hmm. She did but, as well. Um, I would say all three of our responses would probably be considered in the sarcastic to Agreed. condescending range. Um, right. Uh, Still technically considered professional. We're not, of course. Correct. Um, I mean, I responded with GIFs because. Oh, well, yeah. I'm going to respond. Not disrespectful. With not disrespectful. I'll say that. Mm. Maybe minorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's debatable. But um, honestly, whenever you say the fact that the Twitter, like the weather Twitter community replied to this tweet, I yeah. mean, goodness gracious, folks I'm, from all over the country, from Florida to Texas, back up to upstate New York, you name it. But on the flip side to it is the tweet also has 5,000, as I'm looking at it right now, three days after the fact, it has 5,491 likes. So there mm-hmm. are people that agree with this thought process. And then there was an article that followed uh, along after the fact that kind of support supported the tweet. Not necessarily. Right. It, it acknowledged the fact that it was a very poorly written tweet, but mm-hmm. it also kind of backed her up almost. Yeah. And it, looked over a lot of the rest of the argument. Yeah. So, so that being said, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So this tweet reads, blows my mind that local news still does weather. What are you guys doing? I can look up the seven day forecast on my phone. Yes. Now, again, I added the inflection. I don't know how this person tweeted mm-hmm. this out in what thought process could have been somewhat sarcastic, could have mm-hmm. been very legitimate. After the fact, we learned that this particular person was <laughs> kind of griping at their local news because Absolutely. they didn't cover a specific story that this right. person was looking for. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like angry man yells at cloud, you know, exactly. kind of like whatever. So she didn't see the story and then she probably ended up seeing the weatherman seven day towards the end of the show because like, that's wasted time. Yeah. I didn't get to see my story that I wanted to see. Yeah. So, so, so then again, there was an article that followed up and was kind of saying while this was a poorly written tweet. It has some truth to it in that, you know, broadcast meteorologists are having to quote unquote evolve right. because not as many people watch local television mm-hmm. news on a daily basis. Let's be honest. As we've continued to dive into the digital world, there are not as many people sitting at home in front of their television at five o'clock in the evening ready for the evening news mm. with their trusted evening news anchors. Absolutely. And I think anybody would agree with that wholeheartedly. I would acknowledge it as well. And so that, again, leans into the article. My And, and again, 
the article was written by uh, you know I and I don't want to I don't want to draw attention. I'm not going to draw to attention to this person either, to be honest. I okay. Yeah. Just as another meteorologist, I, I, it's fair, and I'm I, again I'm of the same thought process you are. Um, there are it, it, when when this article was written, it basically is again says you know the tweet was poorly written, but brings up some points that meteorologists have to a broadcast meteorologist is going to have to change their the way they approach the profession mm. because not everybody sits in front of a tv and watches it again i'll acknowledge that fact but i think that ever since social media was invented and everybody has i i say everybody has their own publicist that's when when, when on social media when mm. when when a national tragedy happens when a global tragedy happens everybody posts their own thoughts on social media so they can have their own publicist go so and bill smith Released a statement. Who's Bill? <laughs> Nobody cares, but he released a statement. And right. here's it because he posted a status on Facebook. Nobody cares what anybody else has to say about anything. You're right. But I agree with that. Everybody has their own voice on social media. Right. So that said, there's going to be people on social media that sneak on and start talking about the weather to get clicks and to get shares and to get attention. And we've talked about them, social meteorologists. I did not coin that term. Term The first time I heard that term was from James Spann, who works in Alabama. He's a very well-known local broadcast meteorologist. So, I, I, again, I'm not going to claim that I came up, but I think it's the perfect way to describe it. Because you have that on social media now, we've had to adapt. Yeah. And provide more weather information on social media to adapt with the changing climate and how people can cons- climate of, uh, of consuming information. And a good amount of meteorologists do that. They understand that. We all know that we need to be more active on social media. That's where a lot of people's time is spent. But we're already doing that. We're going beyond that. So I think we should start talking about, A, first of all, what problems we had with the tweet. Yep. Specifically. I was about, I'm glad you kind of pulled us back to the original tweet itself. And again... If you didn't hear it the first time, here it is. Blows my mind that local news still does weather. What are you guys doing? I can look up the seven-day forecast on my phone. Now, here's where I have problems. Mm. Is most of the weather community immediately snapped in with, we're better than your weather app. Right. Which is, to a it's- certain degree, accurate. I, I don't even think that was my point. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in, in the general ballpark of weather, yeah, your weather app's probably going to be pretty close. It's going to be in the ballpark, generally speaking, fairly accurate. So, yeah, most people are going to rely on their app. We tell people to go to our app because it's based off our forecast, but we can't rely on people to do that all the time. They're going to go to their default Android or Apple app mm-hmm. sometimes, and they're going to look at the weather. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, they're probably going to give you a pretty an accurate enough forecast mm. to plan your day at least off in of. terms of temperature like i can you can probably rely on it within the short term i'd say within probably the next 12 hours right on a relatively reliable temperature yeah but if you're looking at it and going well it says it's going to rain at four o'clock in the afternoon oh yeah don't bank on that you can't again it's doing its best yeah and it's probably not doing a really good job mm-hmm. so did you want to go more into apps and themselves and how they you know. I just wanted to speak on just first one of the problems I had with okay. the tweet. Okay, yeah, go for it. It just, it honestly did not seem inquisitive whatsoever. It didn't seem like she actually had a genuine question or concern. It seemed blatantly disrespectful and against people 
and an entire profession that she clearly seemed a little bit ignorant on the subject. She doesn't know too much about it, clearly, Right. making that tweet. Um, and so me, I was just like, oh, you're just blatantly disrespecting people because you're angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's not cool. Why can you do that to us? And, you know, obviously people don't tolerate that. We're supposed to be, you know, loving, caring people, right? Right. Yeah. Human beings. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, uh, and, and the other thing for the for people that are going who's who's the person we're not going to say this person's no. name because the, the the other thing we don't want is this person put a thought out on Twitter everybody's allowed to speak yeah. their mind like and and I and again that's why she got comments there were so many people that were so uh, all right I can say this on a on a podcast I can't say this on television because mm-hmm. people so there were so many butt hurt people mm-hmm. that were so triggered over of we're better than than your local weather app, and we're going right. to save your life in a tornado. I think most people acknowledge the fact that local broadcast meteorologists, in some capacity, right. are there to help you during breaking weather. That I don't think her tweet was about that. She no. even acknowledged the fact that breaking weather becomes breaking news, and it should be mm-hmm. covered. And and and, and so I, I, the 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 original poster acknowledge that but when she put that tweet out i don't think she had in her mind oh yeah local meteorologists especially in the southeast go on air very frequently to cover tornadoes i don't think that and and that leads into Mm -hmm. this person apparent from what i understand and again it's not about you know attacking this person and that's why we're not saying her name because we don't want somebody to go on twitter Mm. and and defend us in their name no everybody's allowed for their own opinion we're just kind of expanding on it and also showing where some disconnects reside so this person was born and raised from what i well no i'm not born and raised i will say we know has lived for an extended period of time on the west coast and especially specifically in southern california yep in the LA area. I mean, I think we can honestly talk a little bit about a profession too, a little bit later, but she's an executive producer and she lives she's in Los a jur- Angeles. She's a journalist. Los Angeles. So she understands news, but still there's some disconnect because of where she's from. So Los Angeles, you think California, weather's sunshine, beautiful all the time. And people are hit pretty moderate. And people hit her on that on yeah. social media going, it's easy for you to, to say, say, go to Oklahoma, go to Alabama, go to Louisiana, go to Texas, go go to these places and see severe weather. In the, mm-hmm. And again, she lives in LA. You, aside from coastal and inland weather. It's not the hardest forecast to say the least. It really isn't. You know, <laughs> and it's, and it's beautiful all, all the, time. the time. So that's why people, that's why so many people live there. It's right. beautiful, you know? Absolutely. And so I get where a lot of people were swooping in and immediately going, Bleh. my problems with it were on a much more fundamental level. Mm. And, and and it also goes to the the East Coast person that posted the, the article kind of backing her up after the fact saying, well, we need to become, uh, we need to teach people about the atmosphere and we need to find more things for them to be inqu- inquisitive about and 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 she, you know while we need I, to be more of science teachers rather than just people that are doing a meteorologist and job I that's would, what it sounds like to me and i feel like in rebuttal to that i feel like i've got a pretty good finger of the pulse of our viewers in this area mm-hmm. if i didn't have a good pulse of the viewers in this area i wouldn't be employed and if i started doing that every day once every now and then it's fine People want to understand the difference between why why wind chill is what it is. Well, you know, every, and that's why we have myarclimist.com slash extra so we can upload right. all those cool extra videos too. But 
on a day-to-day on-air basis, how many people really just want to be informed about but, their local uh, weather? But Aunt Elda doesn't want to... Elda? Elda? Aunt... Give me a good aunt name. Um, aunt? Just a random aunt name. I don't um, know. Aunt Sally. <laughs> okay. Aunt Sally... She doesn't necessarily care how fog develops, and she doesn't want to see us talk for two minutes about how fog develops. She just wants to know, is it going to be foggy in the morning? And, and, and if I can move on from that, you know, she, she just wants the forecast. She doesn't want, it, it doesn't have to be overly, and so I feel like I have a, a good pulse on the viewers. I would agree. I would 100% agree with that. I mean, we understand at one point, we they want to we want they want to know why we think that it's going to rain x amount of percentage tomorrow right. and you explain it so they want to know a what they're going to have to deal with but why we think that but they don't want to sit here like we only have so much time in the middle of the show uh-huh. and we have to reach as many people as possible and again here's the basis of the disconnect between the tweet and the article to me is tweet from west coast article kind of kind of defending from Mm. east coast we're in the flyover states and this is what ticks me off is you want to sit there and say i can look up the seven day forecast on my phone you're right what happens when that phone's dead because you've had severe weather and you don't have power and you can't look up the the tv Mm -hmm. look it up on your phone and and here's the other thing it's the disconnect that we've had for Years on the West Coast and the East Coast versus the flyover states of, of of us here in the United States in the Central United States is not everybody has a cell phone. No, we live in a we live in a community where not everybody has a cell phone, and if they do, some of them are still operating on flip phones or they're running on. They don't have the internet. They, they don't, don't have the Safari. They don't have the weather and app. They don't have apps therein in lies the second point. Not everybody has reliable cell phone service, and they sure as heck don't have reliable internet service in the central United States. So how dare you sit here and say you can get it on your phone with the click on a button when there are some parts of this are from from the Arklamis who, let's be honest, has some of the poorest per capita parishes and counties in the United States. And you want to sit there and say, well, how easy it is it for, for me to get it from my phone? Good for you. Very privileged Not everybody point has of view from her. And so that's the ignorant part of it for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And you it's, know, it's a little infuriating because these are like, you're just disregarding entire people for, yeah, you, for what purpose? You just dis- make yourself feel better? And, like, and, I'm not sure. And if you think I'm just talking about the Arklamis, go look at a cell phone coverage map for anybody in the, in the Intermountain West, in portions of Colorado and Wyoming and Idaho and there's there are areas that have zero cell service for hours. There is places in the country that don't have radar coverage. Thank you. So how what what are you talking about? Like we don't have So if you don't have radar coverage, right. guess what? Your app is crap too. Yeah. Because odds are it's a hard place to forecast to begin with. But and so that's where it ticks me off. Mm-hmm. It is is it shows you how disconnected some parts of the country are versus others. And it's the same people that do the whole, well, if if the weather's so bad there, why don't you move somewhere else? Yikes. Everybody's got some kind of natural disaster they have to deal with. If you're not dealing with severe weather or flooding in the central United States, you're dealing with earthquakes on the West Coast. Or fires. You're dealing with wildfires on the West Coast. You have to deal with winter storms and tropical systems on the East Coast. Everybody's got to deal with something. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to live somewhere. 
right. you know what? That's that's not the question for you to ask. But and I'm not saying she asked that question. Again, it's the it's the lack of thought that goes into something like it, it's an ignorant tweet. It is, and I don't mean that as an insult no, to that person. No, not at all. Because it's, if you look up the definition of ignorant, it just means lack of knowledge or lack of bingo. understanding. I'm ignorant on a lot of things, and it was pretty clear to everybody. A lot of people, including I want to talk about a specific group, a region. A ton of people from Oklahoma were very quick, especially people yeah. that live there, because. You know, we get tornadoes here. We get ice storms here. Well, a lot of people do, obviously, in the central United States. But they were very quick to come and defend uh, just the meteorology community. We had a lot of people, not even just meteorologists. I mean, of course, there was a ton of broadcast meteorologists that replied to this tweet in defense of it. But yep. also just general viewers. Like one of the hashtags yeah. was like, hashtag Wex Mama Bear. She replied to one of my tweets. So she was in my defense. So she's acting like Mama Bear for weather. Sure. So. That's the other thing to keep in mind that a lot of people, when our viewers, when, when if you, if you attack us, especially an unsolicited attack, we, we didn't do anything and you just, Hey, stop cutting into my TV show. There's going to be a lot of people that agree with you, but there are that the, the local television meteorologist still has a very, very, very loyal viewer base. I agree. And and case in point, I just got home from, and as we recorded this podcast, they're obviously recorded. I just got back from the Northeast Louisiana home show. Dude, people still watch local news. That's pretty awesome. And guess what? Everybody goes, well, it's only old people. Yeah, guess what? You're going to be old one day. <laughs> And one day you're probably going to wind up where not every, like it'll change, know, but it'll change and still be the same Everything changes. And, 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 and the article that was in defense of this tweet said, we need to evolve as meteorologists. Dude, we've been evolving since social media came out since like we output our, our, our forecast on social media, on our website, in a newspaper, on radio stations, right. not just one set of radio stations either. Co- other conglomerates of radios. We and, and it's not because we want to hear our voice all the time. It's because if you if you get the information out to people, it's it, it, it solves its own problems. And especially when it comes to severe weather, the larger of the you know your viewership or population of your area that you can reach, the better. Which is the ultimate goal too, right? At least in that regard. And at the end of the day. Or is your local television meteorologist going anywhere? No, it's not. Is is their role changing? Yes. Uh, you know, we we have to find new creative ways because again, we acknowledge the fact that not everybody's watching news all the time. Mm. You know, but in that in that same breath, we have had more, we have more newscasts on our channels now than than we have a lot of syndicated television shows. Yeah, which is pretty crazy to think about because it's a ton of work that and, goes into and it. And you know why? Because if you want to watch a syndicated television show, you're going to go on Netflix or something like that. Yeah, you so, can record it or you know, whatever it so, is so or something. It makes sense for television stations to do more news and inform people of local events, especially in larger markets, you know, that, that have a lot of news. A lot of stuff to talk about. You know, Goodness I, gracious. You know, but... It just it's it's a sign of how television is changing, how consumerism as is changing, how how not consumerism, but it, but how people are consuming news and how people are consuming information and weather information. Graphics are evolving. What we've been able to change, and especially in graphics in the last decade, has evolved 
incredibly yep. in terms of just the weather community, which is pretty crazy to think about too. So talking about evolving, we're all evolving in many different ways. And so I think it's, again, this person that, that replied, that the article that wrote the article right. in defense of the tweet is a pretty young person also. So I just don't think that they're as experienced as they think they are. And it and is also, again, from their... Mm, I, yeah, I'm... <laughs> there's a disconnect from the flyover states. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm going to say is, right. is, is East coast, West coast. You don't understand. You can't the have that tunnel Southern vision. Man. You can't have the it, tunnel vision. Open it, up your eyes. There's more people than just where you are. And and I've tried, and I hope we continue to stay open-minded to that in yeah. general as, as, as a weather community. All right. That was, that was, that was a lot. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and, like I said, we we had a lot of emotions. Yeah, you know, you know, we we Hopefully got it was a little we, bit fun to listen. We to. got a little chirpy, a with, little chirpy with with on on Twitter, and and you know what? If you follow us on Twitter, you can go probably find our responses, yeah. and you'll go oh at Jared Floyd and at Walker Snowden. We made it really easy in that regard. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, kudos to us. All right, second segment coming up next. You're listening to the All Prediction No Production podcast. A reminder that all episodes of the All Prediction No Production podcast can be found on Arklamis Weather Extra. There you can also find the latest in agricultural news, today's forecast, web exclusives, learn a little bit more with Weather 101, check out the camera network, also submit your pet for Furcast. All of that on myarklamis.com extra. And also don't forget to download the KTVE KARD weather app. That's available on iTunes and Google Play. Welcome back to the uh, no production uh, part of all prediction, no production podcast. Uh, we'll get to the no production, the common misconceptions uh, of, of broadcast meteorology. Uh, on myarchlimus.com slash extra, uh, we do have a, uh, an article out uh, remembering the 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 ninth the March first nineteen ninety seven tornado outbreak in in, in um, Arkansas it's one of the deadliest tornado outbreaks in um, in Arkansas history or at least in recorded history um, it's one of the 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 one one of the most singular but most impactful weather events that molded me into becoming a meteorologist that's pretty incredible yeah I was eleven years old at the time um, and, and just a lot a lot of sharp memories. Um, People like to call them core memories, something that you yeah. just like attach onto and like really hold onto. Yeah, and, and I would say in terms of weather events from my childhood, it was you know January twenty first ninety nine and March first ninety seven that I'll never forget. And and to to briefly talk about the, the I was playing at a basketball tournament, Conway, mm-hmm. Arkansas. It was a three on three tournament. It That's was fun. Part of, a bunch of Christian like uh, it was a lot of Baptist church, small young youth young men youth groups. Um, sure the, it, it was still cutthroat though let me tell you <laughs> I almost got a technical foul at one point as oh, an what? 11 year old because a kid I, I went over his back trying to get a rebound and he grabbed my arm and basically tried to like taekwondo pull me over his back and I kind of threw my hands up like 
like you want to square up with this kid and, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, and then I'm like I'm representing my church at this time I better <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking to myself ref didn't see it God saw it though what's yeah, going right? on <laughs> yeah, and we were in the middle of um, Central Baptist Church's uh, not Central Baptist College's um, gym at the point so I'm, I'm in a, at a Christian college who where that's where my brother ended up playing college baseball uh, but like you said, God's watching. So I, I was like, you know, they, they beat us. It was a double elimination tournament. They beat us in that one. And then we had to come back and beat them twice. And that kid was like, I was milking the clock at the end of the second okay. game because we were, we were way up. And I was like, I'm just going to the IQ clock plays, out. I was like, IQ. strategy, baby. And he like would get down in his defensive stance and like wave me. I'm like, come on, wow, come on. I can like, see he's like taunting you. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm just like, I got the basketball under, like, under my arm. Like, <laughs> no, nah, man, there's no shot clock. And I can run this entire clock. You're gonna have to get up in my face. Yeah, and I just, funny. I mean, ate his lunch, man. Core he, memory, like yeah, I said, good core memory. But uh, again, it was a uh, an impactful, severe weather event um, that I'll just never forget. And, and like I said, it was one of those things that shaped me into becoming a meteorologist. All right, that's on myarclimus.com/slash/extra. Um, common misconceptions. Uh, you're in. You, you've been here for almost a year now. Have you? gotten caught out in public with people asking questions or your former classmates or your family or your friends that go, Hey Walker, like, do you have a, you know, makeup artist? Do you have a, a hair stylist makeup? Like, do, do do you get the questions? I and- do occasionally get the questions, but a lot of my friends know not to ask that because we kind of talked about it, you know, in the application process of trying to get a job like, Hey, yeah. In news, yeah, we don't really have that makeup person. So no. they kind of knew beforehand, but my family, yeah, they definitely ask those questions. What are the misconceptions? Like, or, 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 or are there any, like... Yeah, one that all of, all of us have, the hair and makeup people, when 99% of us don't. It's only the 1% of us, you know, at national news level that have the hair and makeup person. The hair and makeup person is you. So you right. wake up in the morning, if you're early, like Lexi... At the crack of dawn, well, you're doing your hair and makeup at 2 a.m. or whatever time it is, right? Right. And so that's that's one of the misconceptions. That was always one that people always, you know, and and, and also that that all of your clothes are expensive. Oh, uh, hey man, some of those suits are like bargain bin suits. Like like some when right. you're starting out, like yeah, you'll may, you may have you may have invested in one or two nice suits, mm-hmm. but there are also the hey, this is on sale suit separate. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, no disrespect or like no shame. Like Men's Warehouse, they'll have great sales. Heck yeah, I was coming out of college. I'm like, I'll tell my you, my parents helped me out too. And again, we're not getting paid to advertise oh, no. any of these stores, no, no. but uh, but uh, TJ Maxx was my jam. JC yeah. Penny, man, I, I I I still wear suits to this day because they, a they fit well. Um, B, they, you know, like if, 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 if you're on a budget, you know, you can, you can find a good sale. But I'd say we're pretty fashionable too. So it's not like we're picking bad stuff. So we're fashionable, but like we could be smart about the money. We don't look like complete (laughs) morons, but, um, most of the time we don't look like, may sound like it, but that's completely different That's what we're talking about. Um, uh, the other, another misconception we get, you know, a lot of folks, why don't you just read off the teleprompter? Yeah, what teleprompter? You know, we are out of out of most of the folks in television. Now, sports will occasionally ad lib. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like play by play sometimes. News 
news rarely ad libs. They ad lib when they're tossing to you for weather. Hey, Jared, you know, hey, Walker, the weather was great outside. Yeah, like the conversation stuff is just normal conversation. Yeah, that's that's they ad lib that, but there there's a. Also, a pretty specific reason as to why news stays on a teleprompter because you can't really ad lib. If you run into ad libbing in news, you could also end up getting yourself sued. Absolutely. You know, if you delicate information, yeah, you, very you delicate. To, things are have to be worried worded a certain way uh, to make sure that you know, especially based the, on the heaviness of the topic yeah, too. Yeah, the ethics and the and, and, and of the of the professional stuff. We can pretty much say whatever we want. If you want to go out there and say. Right. Hey, it is not 100% not going to rain tomorrow. If you want to own up to being wrong when you're wrong, oh goodness gracious, go for it. <laughs> like, never like, do that. but if you're Most wrong, times. they're gonna stop listening to you. Agreed. Um, so that's the other thing. We we can pretty much we're telling a weather story. That weather story may change with time through the course of the day, and and, and so there's really no point in sitting there and trying to teleprompt. I guess would be the verb. Um, right. So if I have a front moving through or like our window for thunderstorms this afternoon is from like two to five in that warm sector right before the cold front sweeps through. Right. And then by the late shows, all the activities done for, but all the stuff that I wrote in the prompter was for, you know, earlier in the day, then I'm just reading old information. Right. So you got to be able to change and adapt. It's, you're not going to tell the story the same way every time, but you're still going to hit the same key points. Yeah, and and I think that's the the, the thought process is you have your main ideas and, and you just want to get those through. Um, building your own forecast. Every everybody thinks, and and I I get this one a lot, and they don't mean it in necessarily a a, a certain way in terms of um, how they phrase that when they say it. But you'll hear a lot of people say. Well, I, I thought y'all just kind of pulled the forecast from the weather service or from, you know, weather dot whatever. Right. Or, you know, no, like we're, we're scientists. Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing. And so we build our own forecast and we integrate that into. And we're know, speaking like graphics. in general terms, like the majority of meteorologists don't use the prompter. The majority of meteorologists don't pull the numbers from the weather service. Like we're all. Some people may feel more comfortable, you know. Right. Like we're just talking about the, and, like the integrity of the majority of the people that we've interacted with right and so like we're trying to you know the weather service is doing their best job at the low but i'm going to try to trust myself over somebody else right like that's how you should be in your forecasting skills as a meteorologist you should trust yourself and your techniques and you know try to obviously get the best information out that you can you should you should always want to to do better than the, the than the other person because that's what you go to school to do right you, you didn't you, go to school to listen to some other meteorologist you to went be a to parent school to be your own meteorologist yeah and, and that's and, why they teach you forecasting skills and there's a little bit of an ego that goes along with it i want to be better than the right. other person you know whether it's your your television quote-unquote competition whether it's the weather service whether it's joe schmo which is becoming your increasing competition on social Mm -hmm. media who thinks they know everything yeah there's a lot of them you know and you know be better than that so and and but if that ego thing like but if you are better that means you're informing people better and that's really what the key goal is right because that's that's what we do that's the end of the day is inform and educate um we're not just television meteorologists We, we we do the uh, we did the radio. We like there's a earlier. lot of stuff we do off air. Good. Yeah, a lot of build, graphic building. Um, you, you become an artist at times trying yeah. trying to graphic build design. If and and for <laughs> for folks that you know see our our graphics and go oh you know they're pretty much the same. They're all, most of them 
are once once they're built, they're built. They don't change very much. But there are times where we we are building new ones, and I've been building a lot of what we call mediagrams lately. It's the charts and super and fun. graphs, super and fun, lots of fun. You can build a lot of cool and stuff really quickly. With that being said, if you have an idea for a graphic, you can go to yeah. marklamis.com slash extra, and you can go to the contact us section and send us something because I had someone approach me in the gym talking about I wish I, I want a 24-hour wind forecast. Right. So whenever I go fishing, et cetera, and I was like, you know what? Great. I'll build it. And I did. And, and it's, it's on the website, website now. Yeah. So so that we want you folks at home to to be able to interact with us and go, I would like this. And so if you don't let know us, that. Let us, let us make that mm-hmm. happen. And so if you don't know that we build the graphics, then why would you know to ask? Right. So that's, I guess, also a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. And, and, and you know what? Nobody's ever asked me anything like that in the gym. You know why? <laughs> why? I don't go to the gym. Well, that's fair. <laughs> People just have to just email me. Like find you randomly. Like, hey, they find me in Target. Hey, just randomly. And I'm just looking at because my wife's been there for an hour and a half, and I'm just like, what? That you tell me anything you want. Let's talk for an hour because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> she is. I'm stuck here. Crazy about that place. Um, but so is my uh, girlfriend. She loves Target. Dude, every I, I think every woman. I'm not gonna lie. I love Target. I like Target too. I just gotta be in the mood to go there. And we're not even sponsored. No. <laughs> Somebody at Target right now is going. Write that down. Write that hey, down. We go. We gotta contact these guys. <laughs> Probably not. No. Um. Nobody from Target's <laughs> watching this. Uh, or listening to this, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not just television meteorologists. We don't just we, we we are constantly trying to build new graphics. Build we want to build the graphics also to your eyes. You know what do you like to see and, and, and specific what for makes your region. sense to you? Yeah, and, and the hyperlocal forecasts and stuff like that. We're constantly trying to make it easier for you to consume your information because we know that you're constantly busier. You know and, and but in a later episode, we will also talk about um, what you can do as a viewer slash weather consumer, I guess, if you will, uh, to prepare yourself for weather events and, and to, to make yourself a, a better weather knowledge person on a daily basis. Right, because it's all about you know the relationship between us both, because it's not just yeah. us giving you information. It's supposed to be a conversation. That's what we're trying to communicate. It's not us just giving you information. We're like we're on the same level here. We're, yeah. we're peers. We're just working it's, together. It's a it's yeah. There the relationship between you know the weather community and the viewer is something that always needs to be kind of reexamined to make sure that we're all on the same page. Misconceptions. Do you have any other ones that people have that that have hit you up and gone, hey, you know, I thought you you guys did. You know, X, Y, and Z. I guess not any more glaring misconceptions. A lot of it was like the background stuff, like hair, makeup, clothes. Yeah. Um, I had a misconception personally. I thought that I couldn't do as I pleased in terms of like haircuts. Like I thought I'd have to have it one way consistently. And there's a little bit of disparity between stations, I think, based yeah. on what I've heard. So yeah. I thought that was a misconception for me. Yeah, we had a... Um a long time ago, I don't even know if I can say this in a podcast, but oh well, they'll tell me to delete it out later if yeah. I need to delete it out. We had a, a um, um, person a long time ago, and I don't even think people would remember this person. I don't even remember her name. That's how long ago it was and how short of a period of time they were at the station. Changed their hair color drastically. Not like, hey, we're going to go brunette to brunette with highlights or, or, or anything like that, but... Uh, mm-hmm. But like something just crazy, like purple. Oh like, man! Like through, like 
defend. Wow. And, and and there are a lot of people that go, well, you throw some different color highlights sometimes to accentuate your hair. No, yeah. this was like bright purple. Like fluorescent, like, like hello, black light purple. Purple. Goodness. And they're like, no, you got to change. And I think, I think she ended up changing her hair color like after the fact. Um, we've had guys that do the... the and and and, the, and folks may want to ask like why would you do that? Why can't people just wear whatever they want? Hmm. It's not about you, right? You're, the you, company. If, if and you you're become the company, if you become the focal point of whatever you're doing, yes, people have their favorite meteorologist or their favorite yeah. investigative reporter or their favorite anchor. Like that's why we have jobs is because yeah, you know, some people are going to be better and you're going to like who you like. But on the flip side of that. If you if people tune to you because you're you're getting attention for the wrong reasons, then that's the problem. Um, case in point, and I've said this a billion times before, and I've seen it happen before. Bow ties, yeah. Bow ties are are. There's nothing wrong with. I them. was a big bow tie guy at first. I and, I only worn it like once or twice on Louisiana Living. And, and you know what? You also have the body type for a bow tie. Like that's, you okay. you like. Fashion is body types and shapes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You wouldn't, you know, you know, larger people. I, when I was larger, you're not supposed to wear stripes. You're like, like just yeah, I'm just kind of like that. Steered away from the bow tie too. It, and and I think it's for the better. But it was one of those things that you know we had we had a person a long time ago. Again, not going to mention names that wanted that he wanted that to be his thing. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be the bow tie guy. And I'm talking, this was like 10, 15 years ago when I first oh, started. He wanted to be the the guy known for wearing bow ties in this market. And he did. And it wasn't necessarily the most positive like oh, moniker man. because he wasn't, it just didn't work for him. And I'm not yeah, going to even go into any further detail. He wasn't a very charismatic person and he became kind of almost like, and it's important to note yeah. that the company owns a certain right to your name, image, and likeness for a cer- like to a certain degree because they're the one putting you on the air, and so you're kind of representing the company. So if you're representing something that they necessarily don't want, they have a say in that. Yeah, and, and, and can't that be said really for any company that exactly. you work for? Like, like, Which is why if you tweet something absolutely crazy on Twitter and your company sees it, they'll probably fire you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not just our company. That, no, I think it's just, that's, that's just, everybody. That's just America in general. If you represent a company because you're employed by them and you act like a moron or you're a terrible person, then yeah, they're, like, hey. they're gonna, a lot of people don't want to be surprise, surprise. A lot of people don't want to be associated with terrible people. Woo. <laughs> but that said, you know, it's, that's, that's how life works. So. Right. Um, other than that, I, I honestly don't think I have any other misconceptions. No, there probably are more. I just can't think of them right off the top of my head. Yeah, maybe so. we'll address it again. Misconceptions part two. <laughs> that, and that's the other thing is we're going to get into parts where, where, where you end up writing things down and going, oh, I forgot to tackle that. And and Or you know what? Like in segment one, somebody will post another tweet. There we go. Take us off. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, you got anything else to add? No, that's all good. All right, catch us for episode nine of the All Prediction No Prediction podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. All production, no production, all production, no production, all production, no production, all production.